Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I thought that was going to be one of the biggest stories of my lifetime. Yeah, and it was for a couple years, but now looking back, it's like it's a whole bunch of nothing. A whole bunch of nothing. And, you know, Kansas played it the right way. They almost got some really cool stuff. Yeah, meanwhile, Ashton Hagens has a shoebox full of money. Why are we going back to Ashton Hagen? What do you have to do with any of this? Nothing. (laughs) Because they didn't investigate them. (laughs) They didn't investigate them. They didn't investigate Duke. Uh Zion Williamson's living in a house Mm -hmm. of, you know, multi-million dollar house. It's like, nothing what? To really? here. Nothing yeah. to see here. It's nothing like, to see. The, 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 I think the places that it was happening the worst didn't get looked into. Yeah. But whatever. I guess I gotta get to that sooner rather than later. Hey, just can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop with the money phone, the shoebox. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. It's James Trubel. It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. of James Black producing today's effort. Max Godby will be here as well. We have a busy, busy show. And thank, thank God we have a busy show because it's Friday and it's rainy and it's gross. And, you know, we, we just want to get into the weekend. I'm with you. Let's do it. All right. So let me go ahead and break everything down at 430. Uh, Noble Funk will be in here. Uh, our good friends over at Noble Funk Brewery. Uh, they'll come and tell us what they've got going on at the Tailspin L Fest, which is tomorrow, March 2nd. The weather will be much, 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 much much better than this so uh fear not about that at four o'clock we'll have kyle boone from cbs sports on he wrote an article uh saying that john calipari is is holding his team back and he has some data and numbers when it comes to the conversation about who should start as far as rob dillingham and reed shepherd are concerned it was a, it was a, it was a i mean well thought out article with numbers and metrics along with it so i'll talk to kyle boone about that at four o'clock at 5 30 uh as usual for the friday thank goodness for it the mixtape uh will be here on espn 680 1057 as well so let's go ahead and get get started uh james how are you today you, you're doing good my friend oh yeah i'm real good how are you man i'm doing good I, I i'm worn out i'm beat down i'm tired it's been a busy busy week but uh glad 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 we're here today. So, first off, I mean, thank goodness 
that truck driver is okay <laughs> that's one of the scariest things i've ever seen in my life i mean if you don't know uh, if you've been living under a bridge it's now made national news it's gone viral uh there was a truck on the second street bridge that was hanging off the side the cab area the truck driver had to be saved uh you know from from the from the cab i mean at any moment that truck could have plunged in to the ohio river and we're talking about a much much different story now but the truck driver is okay uh and and thank you to our first responders and those that were able to go out there and rescue the truck driver uh just a scary situation i'm terrified of heights i can't imagine being in that situation obviously the second street bridge was closed down for a prolonged period of time while i get that that issue straightened out there but but thank goodness uh that everybody is okay and 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 that the first responders were there and 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 brave very very brave uh first responders as well i mean that that's a tough job i saw the video they were like suspended from uh from above and it just looked terrifying altogether so prayers up and glad that they're okay so let's go ahead and dive into uh the, the sports topics Oh, there's already text line uh, text coming down the text line, James. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. I feel like we need to lock down James Black for the roundtable. DeBoot obviously can't work that late and still post podcasts. Not hating. It's just who he is at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I posted him this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think about, yeah, James was texting me like, okay, who is on what hour? And, uh, he's, that's like, okay, he's posted podcasts. So it, it got posted. That's all that matters. Uh, texter. Tell blank we can't help that UofL sucks at cheating. Agreed. Uh, Texter, uh, just own it. Streamable Rex Chapman talking about getting paid at UK. It's okay. We know it all has been going on. We got busted. Y'all didn't end the story. All right, I'll start here there. Is this where you want to start? He was on with Bob today. so Yeah, he was on with Bob today. Rex Chapman wrote his book, and uh, I'd rather read this this box of big (laughs) pens than read Rex Chapman's book. I'll never read that, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, So... One of the, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. If you haven't heard what was going on and you were living under a bridge, that was not the best choice of words uh, considering the uh, the situation. I, I should have I should have said rock instead of bridge. I said rock. Uh, but anyway, uh, regardless, uh, moving on to this conversation. So Rex Chapman he wrote a book and um, details his you know his life at Kentucky, life in the NBA, post NBA. We know he's had a you know a rocky uh, personal life, his career ups and downs, his personal life ups and downs, and that's fine um there is a section in the book where <laughs> man i'm not reading that text where... i use medical marijuana uh daily <laughs> is, he, is he currently using medical marijuana daily or he used to no he currently but he said he's clean not sober but you... clean not sober right but okay <laughs> good for rex i'm glad he's cleaned i I hope he's right, healthy right, and happy. Right, yes, right. absolutely. So, beside the point, uh, he details in his book that he received, what, $17,000 in a shoebox to go to Kentucky. Uh, so, that, that's that's the you know that's the story. And I believe it. I'm not saying Rex Chapman is, isn't telling the truth. I 100% believe it. Uh, but what's funny is, and I, I'm not picking on, well, I'll pick on Blank a little bit, but it wasn't just him. I saw Louisville fans on Twitter. It, you know, if, if you think that Daryl Griffith and Purvis Ellison and 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> Milt Wagner. They didn't cheat. <laughs> and all those guys weren't getting paid while everybody else in college basketball with a big name that played for a big program was getting paid. Then you're dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm sorry. You're, you're not living in reality. Like, they didn't just play for the love of Denny Crum and Louisville basketball and playing at Freedom Hall. I guarantee those dudes were getting deals. It might not have been the 17K, but they were getting money. There's no doubt in my mind they were getting money. Even KP made me get a little money. A little KP money in his pocket. You know what I mean? A little, little, little money in his pocket for KP. So, I think that's, that's first on the map. It's delusional. Delusional to think. I mean, we, this was, this, I mean, Louisville fans, you got smacked in the face with it. You kept accusing Kentucky and Cal of cheating, which they probably were. I guarantee John Wall got money. I know DeMarcus Cousins got money. I'm sure Carl Anthony Towns got money. I know. I'm not dumb. I, I'm, I'm not naive either. But you kept saying Cal was going to get caught. And we, I remember Velcro on the banners and all that. It's the same principle. Y'all was dirty too. At least Kentucky fans can admit it. Y'all couldn't admit it until you got busted. So I don't want to hear any more about Ashton Higgins' money phone and his shoebox. Or anything else. Now, I don't care what the IARP said because they let everybody at the hook, including Kansas, and we know those dudes got paid. So, don't, don't, so quit. Stop. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. I'm not deflecting. Texture says stream of deflecting. I'm not deflecting. I know Rex Chapman got paid. I know these dudes got paid. I'm not deflecting from that. I'm just saying you need to own up to the reality. Texture. Former Crumb assistant Larry Gay got in trouble for giving Samaki Walker a Ford Explorer. It happens literally everywhere. Go watch Blue Chips. Thank you very much. So with Blankenbaker's on his soapbox, moral pontificating about money phones and, and Rex Chapman's shoebox. Come on, Blank. Come on, Blank. I mean, let, let's let, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Everybody does it. Everybody did. Only cheaters say everyone does it. What did you say, Louisville fan? When you got busted, what did you say? Now, I said we did cheat, but other teams got more on their investments, you know? <laughs> yeah, y'all were just bad at it, number one. Number two, y'all more on the investment, 100%, 100%. We didn't need Katina Powell. We needed someone for real. <laughs> <laughs> Katina Powell. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, uh, so there's that. I just I just had to get that off my chest. I've seen that lately, and I'm just, I am just I don't know why I, it lets it, it bothers me. It, it's just it's just silly to, 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 like, put blinders on. My program is chaste. It's chased. No one would do such a thing. And you actually, I'm not deflecting, Texter. Quit saying I'm deflecting. It's not a deflection. It's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> Texter, one of your own tells you you've been traditional cheaters like we always knew. This is who you've always been admitted. I did admit it. I said that's the truth. I know. But so are you. Again, you all are too. I know it's you talks. I know it's you talks. Y'all got busted. You got busted. The AIARP was a joke. It was a scam. It was terrible. Y'all should have been. Rick Pitino, you, you hate Rick Pitino. You blame him for, for, for cheating and putting your program in a position where they had to hire Kenny Payne. I know you talks. I, could, I see what you're doing. Yes, botanist blank. Was blank talking about plants today? <laughs> so there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna what do we get busted for? LOL. Nothing. You got busted for giving Brad Bowen money. The IRP didn't die. you know you know he got money. Tox, you know he got money. Texter, why don't you like Rich Chapman? He's not a nice guy. 
at all. Number one, <laughs> he's, he's just not. He's not. A, he's not a nice dude. He's not nice to people on Twitter. He's not nice to people. Uh, I mean, he might not be nice to some people, but he, there's, there's, there's. Look, we all have our faults. I just, I've seen the way he interacts with people sometimes, and he doesn't seem like a very nice guy. I mean, that's just that's just from my from what I see him do on Twitter. It doesn't seem like a very nice guy. Uh, so th- there, there's that. I'm not talking any more about Rex Chapman. Okay, uh, text Rex Chapman. Pay uh, got paid, of course, and we got severely punished for that kind of behavior. And then we got Rick Pitino and the best era of UK basketball in the last six years. That's true too. So that's that's true as well. Kentucky did get busted for cheating. They did get busted for cheating, but they didn't hire Rick, uh, a guy like Kenny Payne. They hired Rick Pitino <laughs> when they when they got busted for cheating. So there there's that. I'm not I'm not going to harp on that uh, too much because you know it's it, who, who cares. I mean, who cares if if Rex Chapman got a seriously if he got a shoebox full of money in 1988? I mean, it doesn't matter now it doesn't that was 1988 it's two, 2024 uh <laughs> players can get paid now <laughs> texture rex's interview with bob was pretty uh good earlier though in all fairness oh i'm sure it was good i'll probably go back and listen to it i, I probably will because i'm sure look he's an interesting intriguing guy he, he he is i just don't like he's very snotty to people and and, and, and you know we all can be. I can be too. It's not, you know, I'm not trying to throw stones or cast aspersions. I've had my instances where I've been snotty at people on Twitter, but mostly it's, it's when people come at me first. Usually then I respond and then it's a whole back and forth. I wish I didn't do it, to be honest with you. If I, if I could, if I could change one thing, it would just be social media in general. Uh, I've gotten a lot better on it. I don't, uh, I don't argue as much as I used to. Uh, texture. When did UK ever admit to giving money? Now that everything is out in the open, only difference is UFL is not good at keeping it a secret. There are no bigger cheaters than UFK when it comes to paying players. Again, I just said I know that UK cheats. Are y'all not listening to anything I'm saying? I I said I know it happened. I know. I know. I know. Y'all, you're not get, you're not owning me or anything. I'm admitting they cheated. I'm admitting it. I know. I, again, I know John Wall got money. I know Anthony Davis got money. I know they got money. I know. And they got busted for it with the Embry case. We all know that story. It's one of Louisville's favorite stories. Whenever I used to get in battles with Louisville fans on Twitter, they'd always send me the Kentucky Shame Sports Illustrated cover to show me that, that they're cheaters. I know I'm admitting it. You're not owning me. You're not getting one over on me. Quit texting me that the UK cheated and I should admit it. I'm admitting it. They did. Snot father. Yes, I'm very congested today. I'm, th- I'm trying to fight off the, the flu because both the twins... <clears throat> They both had the flu this week. Uh, so far, I've been safe. But there's like, save this, Justin, so far. I've got the, you got the tickle in the throats appearing. Uh, I got the congestion going in the nose. I, I'm ready for it. I'm just, it's going to hit me in the face. It's going to be, it's going to be like Saturday uh, before the tailspin now fest. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to feel like I get hit by a truck. I can already tell you what's going on. I, I, I can tell you that, that that's going to happen. And I'm going to be a corpse out there at the tailspin now fest uh, wearing a mask. <laughs> Everyone's like, why are you wearing a mask? COVID's over. I was like, oh, I have the flu. I'm dying. Do you like Dr. Fauci? You a Fauci fanatic? Is that what you are? Fauci fanatic, you got a mask on. I'm like, I'm trying to save you from getting the flu. Yeah, you're a snowflake buttercup. That's probably what's going to happen, too. Because uh, <laughs> that's where you are as a society. All right, a couple of newsworthy things before we get Max Godby on here. 
Um, and then we, I'm going to play some sound. Uh, Rick Bozich and Eric Crawford, uh, their their overtime segments are really, really good on WDRB.com. I know some of you all get mad at Rick Bozich. Look, I understand. I get it. I mean, he, you know, the Kenny Payne stuff was out of hand. Um, but with their overtime stuff on the website that the videos that they do are really really good and so i want to play they, they talk about the, the you know countdown to kenny Payne uh getting fired so i want to i want to play that and I, I think i said jane some other sound i can't remember but uh one thing <clears throat> a couple of things of note here carter knox is going to decide within the next two weeks and this is per travis branham uh, uh this is where this uh comes from uh also uh, according to a report by bob Putnam of uh, Primetime Preps from Wednesday, who spoke with uh, Knox's father, uh, Kevin Knox Sr. Carter Knox is set to announce his college decision within the next 14 days. The six foot six small Ford is down to a group of finalists that includes Kentucky, Louisville, South Florida, and the NBA's G League Ignite. He's taken visits to all four options. Okay, so um, obviously, this is a big deal. Uh, probably more for Louisville than Kentucky and and, and and the reason why is um that's one guy that Kenny Payne's kind of been dangling uh, in front of everybody, like, look, look, look here, look at Carter Knox. If if, if you give me a third year, you know, he, he'll he'll be part of the package. He'll 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 come with me. Uh, I'll have another five star waiting in the wings. Uh, so it, it's one of those things where. Look, Carter Knox is a fine basketball player. He's a five star. He's ranked twentieth or nineteenth or twentieth in the class. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him. You say that snort. I wouldn't call him like a, an immediate impact player. Uh, he's not going to be uh, in my in my opinion. This is what recruit analysts have said. Uh, I'm not just saying they pulling this out of my you know what uh, that that he's gonna you know he might take some time to come along. He's not gonna be like a Rob Dillingham or or a Reed Shepherd or or a guy like that that's gonna step in to college basketball and just be ready to um, you know ready to go, ready to be a, a first round lottery pick. Uh, he's also not a guy that I think would be that signature star that you build around. So, for instance, if, if you're a new coach, he's a very nice piece, very nice piece, very nice piece. If you're a new coach coming in here, you know, if, if Josh Hurd is already having these preliminary discussions with coaches and they're all going to have an idea of what to build their program around and what they want their program to be. And Carter Knox is a guy – that is like let me think like so when john calipari showed up john wall was that guy he was the guy that you could build the program around he was the face of the of, of the new class the face of kentucky basketball early on in john calipari's tenure i think carter knox is more like a daniel orton type i know daniel orton went first round and everything but he he clearly was behind like a demarcus cousins as far as freshman maturity, freshman maturation, ready for the game. Um, he's a good piece. But whoever the new incoming coach is going to be, he's going to need a bigger fish to land than Carter Knox. That might not even be in the recruiting annals. He, he may he may get that from the transfer portal. Actually, I think that's probably what the uh, new coach is going to have to do because there aren't that many five stars left in the class hanging out there. Uh, most of them have committed. Um, as for his... Kentucky, uh, that still may happen, but one thing that I, I'm very uh, interested in 
is he's visited Kentucky multiple times. He was just there a couple weeks ago. And I don't know if it's because he's weighing his options or weighing his options, but I really, and I've had David Sisk on here. We've talked about this a few times. And the way he's put it is if, if Kentucky prioritized Carter Knox, he would have already committed. And I know you're just saying that because you're not going to get him. We didn't want him anyway. And that's not what I'm saying. If Carter Knox was to commit, I'd gladly take him. Gladly take him. Again, five-star kid, probably pretty good, pretty solid player. But to expect him to come in and just be a beast, I think that might be lofty. Now, he may come in. I said the same thing about Reed Shepard. And Reed Shepard came in, and he's the you know second first or second best player on Kentucky's team right now. So I, I don't know. I'm again I'm just going by what people have told me, what people have said on these airwaves on this show. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. South Florida is actually picking up a lot of steam. I mean they're they're good this year. They're ranked in the top twenty five. They're gonna make the tournament. Uh they have ties to that program. They might be the sleeper here. They may might be the dark horse that lands him. Um I, I think Kentucky still is the safe bet. If I were to if I were to rank them, I'd rank Kentucky, Louisville. South Florida and G League Ignite. I, I, I've, I've heard tell that he's not a big fan of what's going on with, with G League Ignite. So that's that's kind of how, how I would rate the Carter Knox situation. But we should know here in the next couple of weeks. And look, if you get Carter Knox, I don't think it's going to be a situation where you get Carter Knox and that means Kenny Payne's staying. Uh, a, 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 as long as he doesn't sign anything, a recruit can always drop out. So there is a possibility that Carter Knox commits and then if Kenny Payne gets fired later here in March he backs out and goes somewhere else and does something else it's a last ditch effort to help Kenny Payne I I don't rule that out at all I I think that's entirely possible that that happens I don't think it will happen but I think it's very very possible so if Carter Knox does commit to Louisville the next question will be is he committed to stay no matter who the coach is and according to Rick Bozer and others, that's not the case because they want Kenny Payne to be the coach so they can get the great coaching of one Kenneth Payne. So there we go. All right, let's do some uh let's do some some text here. Text line killing you. Before killing me <laughs> before we take a break. All right. From the recent P P. Diddy and Meek Mill. Oh no, I'm not talking about P. Diddy today. Uh, I mean, we talk about the Illuminati. There's definitely Illuminati. Cat Williams is on with Joe Rogan. I started listening to that. James, Cat Cat Williams saying some wild stuff, man. I love it. I, I want. I would love to interview Cat Williams. He's. I left off where he's talking about who built the pyramids. That's my kind of podcast. <laughs> I love Cat. Man, he 11 minutes. James, you'll love this. 11 minutes into the interview, Cat Williams already goes in on the Illuminati. Right, right, right. I mean, I like him as a comedian, but as like giving uh, an interview that's real, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Texture. Gooby got a Chevette in a shoebox. <laughs> I'll ask Max here if he got anything. Texter, um, let's see here. Can't shake the feeling that Knox is a three-star posing as a five. Uh, maybe not a three-star, but maybe it's like a... A mid four star. I think that's kind of more what he should be. Texture, have you seen the DeMarcus, the John Wall DeMarcus Cousins podcast? Fantastic. Yes, I did see that. I did hear, hear the uh, the, uh, the the back and forth about the John Wall dance, which I thought was pretty damn funny. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins allegedly was supposed to do that dance, not John Wall. But John Wall did it because DeMarcus Cousins got scared. Uh, Texture, 
Big rig likes rig likes whose piece? <laughs> your piece. Uh, Texture, the only way Knox or any player comes in and makes a one-year difference is if they also coach. Texture, Detective Blank, 40, Dr. Bo, and the late Billy Reed, most of the field of 68, couldn't figure out how UK cheated and you felt so bad as that a cheap hooker brought it all down. <laughs> Texter, does Rick chew his toenails? No, ugh. Uh, Texter, Cat Williams said advanced machinery built the pyramids. Hmm. I haven't got to that part yet, but I'm 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 interested in that. Uh, Texter, he knows who the next coach is already. AI, <laughs> the, the Allen Iverson or artificial intelligence. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, on the other end, we'll get Max Godby in here. <clears throat> Let's do some Bolton and Crawford sound. I've got to get a drink because I'm coughing all over the place. Because, again, I'm trying to fight off this cold. Stay away. Um, before I do that, let me go ahead and tell you about, uh, you know, our good friends at Tri-State men's health tri-state men's health if you're suffering from erectile dysfunction it's something that definitely affects you it affects your relationship it affects your mood it affects you know whether or not you're depressed or or you you know you feel down about yourself there's no guy out there that takes that situation uh easily okay it's 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 tough if you're in your 30s your 40s your 50s whatever the age may be and you're not able to perform in the bedroom uh don't worry because millions of guys around the world deal with that the same way the good thing is that there's a there's 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 help there's help there and all you have to do is reach out for that help okay tri-state men's health that's the help go to tristatemenshealth.com or give them a call at 800-900-9654 to see what they can do for you they'll do a 99 dollar consultation okay and if the consultation calls for a test dose in the office and it doesn't work that 99 dollar consultation will be wiped clean but it's going to work there's a 90 percent plus chance that it works and when it does work it could have you lasting an hour or more so not only will you be back in the bedroom you'll be performing better than ever like you did when you're in your 20s your 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 significant other she's going to love that love it absolutely you know the story is james that women's uh their libido increases with middle age so i you know i did so that middle age comes around they start to get a little frisky and uh so that tri-state men's health that'll that'll help out with that so so go check them out tell them the round table sent you here uh next we'll have uh Bolton and crawford sound here on the round table taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I don't 
don't care, Ince. Okay. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. That's what I'm talking about, a little public enemy. Oh, that's terrible. A little public enemy. Fight the power on a Friday. How about that? Fighting the power Friday. That's what we're dubbing it today here on ESPN 680 105.7. It's the Roundtable. Tonight, Bellarmine Basketball at Austin P. That's 7.45 p.m. on ESPN 680 105.7. I want to say thanks to George and the Bear Nose team for bringing by lunch the ESPN Louisville studio. Celebrating 46 years in Louisville. Yeah, it's that good. Bear Nose Pizza. Hello, Max Godby. How are you? Doing great. It's now rainy. you are. Yeah, I'm great Dude, now. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, everybody I know is either sick or someone in their family sick. Every everybody, everybody. There's not James. Do you know anyone sick in your family? Yes, but my daughters feel better and I feel better, so we're good. Good, good. See, everyone's got that little, you know, that nasally congestion sound going on right now. Oh, oh yeah. So both twins had flu A. So I mean, luckily. I've stayed cleared of it. My wife stayed clear of it. Kellen stayed clear of it. We think the baby kind of had it. We had to use a nebulizer on him, uh, but he's okay. He never ran a fever thing. He just had a nasty cough. Right. I'm like I'm, st- I'm not on the struggle bus today. If you can hear, I mean, I, like I feel fine. I'm not running a fever, but it's just like all that, like you said, all that congestion. Just ugh, gross. You know what? As a good teammate, what I'm going to do since you helped me out on Monday, I'm going to be able to help carry you through. Instead of suplexing you and throwing punches, I'm going to be able to talk a little bit more for you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, so that's what good teammates do. That's right. So you saw that video, right? Of I course. And, and, and you tagged me. I got tagged in it like forty-seven thousand times. Oh, I'm like, sure you did. It was nuts. Like it, it was from people I've, uh, that followed me that are Kentucky fans, Florida fans, Tennessee fans, the Louisville fans, all of them. Everybody. Yes, I love it. I love it. Well, I don't, I don't love it. I like that that you are out there in the in the in the hearts and minds of of our listeners and Louisville fans as well as Kentucky fans. And that, but but you texted me when that video was released. You're like, hey, look. He's like that. You told me like that happened a couple of years ago. Exactly. That was it. Didn't happen. At, at, see, people. Thought it was like a, a fall, not a fall, like a winter workout type deal. But Jerry Flax, he's one of the guys. He's at the NFL Combine this week. Exactly. So it when I first <coughs> when I first watched it, as soon as as soon as I watched it, I should have been more like more like disgusted that the video got out to begin with. But the first thing was like. Why are they wearing pads during winter workouts? Yeah, that was the, they had the first they, initial thought I had. I was like. Hold up, this is this is old. I said, first of all, none of the skill position guys are wearing any sort of sleeves, which already tells you that <laughs> right, this is old. This is old. And it it cracks me up the amount of people and the amount of Twitter accounts that were that were throwing shade in all of this. Be like, oh, Kentucky's culture's great. Look what happened in their practice today. Yeah. It's like I'm like, bro, like, first of all, you're exposing yourself to know that you don't know anything about football. Like, if you think this <laughs> happened today, you're playing yourself a fool. Or that, does, that it doesn't happen all the time, everywhere. Right. And, and they, <laughs> that was the funniest thing that came out of it was um, a bunch of my former teammates were talking about it on Twitter and the amount of just like, hey, remember when so-and-so got in a fight also? Remember when so-and-so got in a Oh, fight? yeah. I'm sure you have to start, start to trade war stories. Exactly. It was like, this, <laughs> this, is what, this is why you would film fights on Snapchat. It's like, that yeah. way the, the video would go away. But 
the amount of people that try to treat this as a dunk and exposing that they don't know anything about kind of like how football goes. Yeah. And then you correct them. And like, well, obviously this wasn't from yesterday. It's like, yeah, but you insinuate. Like the, the tone changed when people were corrected on it. Yeah, it's like you positioned it as if it this was. was today. Yeah, it was, it was recent. Well, obviously it's not. <coughs> it's not. Okay, then tell me why it's not. Then tell me why it's not. Exactly. Why did exactly. you insinuate that it was and why did you why did you pretend that it was? So I'm glad, yeah, you, you warned me about that earlier this week, so I'm glad that, that I mean, it was. I was like, don't buy the, I was like, do not take the bait, Strebel. Do not do it. Do you'd not be, do you'd it. You've been proud of me. I did not take the bait. <laughs> I talked about it, obviously. I talked about it, but I didn't use it as, this is what's going on. They're running rampant. And of course, the Louisville fans started trying and I was like trying to you know say stuff. I was like, remember when you guys had a fight during summer camp last last season and you liked it? And <laughs> he said that's because Jeff Brom's practices are so intense that they're going to fight. Which right. again, it happens. I'm not saying that Jeff Brom's bad because they fought at a, a summer practice. It, it look, it happens when you get that much testosterone. You know better than anybody. You get that many type A alpha male that much testosterone into one room. Every single day, and you're told to hit each other anyway. Exactly. Yeah. You, you you are you are part of a game that is a controlled violence. It is the the closest brink to barbarism that is legally allowed in the United States. Yes. And to not to to not be, to to think that it would not have the ability to spill over mm-hmm. outside of the confines of the whistle is hilarious that's it, yeah it, it's it's moronic to think that it cannot when when me i think probably even in this in this building one of the most level-headed people here you are yes i agree with that well even for me to spew over to where i've had occurrences scuffles if you would mm-hmm. that tells you already that that's a that's a normal thing it, is it the right thing of course it's not should it have been filmed Absolutely not. That's the most egregious but, thing. But to it, that's the thing. To one thing, to film it and then let it get out. Because yeah. again, what happens in a locker room stays in a locker room. When when there's an issue between teammates, you fight it out. Mm. You hug each other afterwards, and then we just don't talk about it anymore. It's oh, like yeah. it's done. It's settled. It even happens at the high school level. I remember when I was playing, you know, high school football. You know, there was a couple of times where we had to stop practice because dudes were, you know, scuffling or getting into a fight or whatever. It happened at Campbellsville. Even at the NIA level, they had fights on the field, fights in the locker room. It's mm-hmm. just, like you said, it's it's nothing out of the ordinary. If there's a football team out there, high school level or beyond, and there aren't any fights, I'd like to see it because it's pretty miraculous. Trevino, my best friend. Best friend, best man at my wedding. Me and him got into an altercation during practice, during a blitz pickup period. And finally, so many words were exchanged. I just decked him, just punched him square in the face. Yes. And it's the first time I think the two offensive players had to be separated. Because usually it's offense versus defense. Yes. That's that's where the heat that's where the heat starts exactly. to, to really pick up between them because you're trying to protect your quarterback and they're trying to kill your quarterback or running back or whatever, and then that's when it spills over. But that's when you have two very high football IQ guys mm-hmm. but have two very different philosophical approaches on a corner blitz and a uh, shark a shark strong safety blitz and when you can't really agree on how you need to pick that up and one just takes the initiative Trevino was still wrong at it I'll, I'll still say <laughs> You'll to, this still day, tell him, right? to this day but Summers got so mad at us made us run sent, sent us running and made us hold hands while running 
but that's fantastic. Is that when you had, is that when you guys finally said like, hey, if I ever get if I ever get married, will you be my best man? Did you did you have like that agreement when that was going on? No, no, it was more because honestly, we would still slap each other a little bit while while you're running. <laughs> while we were running, <laughs> little hand try, slap. Try to trip the other like. Just mad, and then we didn't talk to each other the rest of the night. But the bad thing was, we were roommates during camp. Also, oh no, and so we had to come back. It's eleven thirty at night, and we're just staring at each other the the uh, across each other from the bed. And Trevino breaks the ice and just goes, "Man." It's a hot day today. <laughs> so then, and we never talked about it after that. And that's what happens. That's normally what happens. It doesn't. It, there's no grudges. There's no revenge factor. It happens. It's over, and you move on. So exactly. It wasn't that big of a deal. All right, uh, James, let's go ahead and play this Bozich and Crawford sound. So uh, Rick Bozich and Eric Crawford, they do these overtime videos on WDRB, and they discuss the the Kenny Payne. The Kenny Payne um, countdown. Uh, it's, I believe it's now 12 days. 12 days from now, I think he'll be fired, or at least the season will be over, and they'll be ready to move I on from him. countdown for something that I don't even have a date yet. Because <coughs> they're that ready to get it to, like, to move on from him. What happens if it doesn't happen in 12 days? At least they can look. I guess they say at least the then pain's it, over. If it doesn't happen in 12 days, then Carter Knox commits to Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, Carter Knox. They, great point, James. Uh, Texas are chariots of fire playing while they are running hand in hand. <laughs> That's funny. It's more <laughs> of like Stewie with the trombone going. <laughs> You're going around the field. All right, uh, Jay, let's go ahead and play uh, Bozich and Crawford on the Kenny Payne uh, exit that is uh, coming at some point. All right, Rick Bozich, Louisville has gone to Duke Wednesday night and lost. They were 20-point underdogs. They lose by 25. It was probably their last chance, definitely their last chance during the regular season to score what you would call a signature victory. Where does it leave them? They've got three winnable home games left, but what do we really expect? It leaves them in big trouble. It leaves them in big trouble because of what I wrote about uh, at WDRB, what I saw in the game, what you saw, what everybody saw. It was too easy. Too easy for Duke to score. Uh, The number I came up with the last four games, Louisville has allowed teams to make 49 of 103 three-point shots. That's almost 48%. Unheard of. Uh, And the problem we have is we've been around here and watched teams that didn't have a lot of talent but were coached in a way that developed an identity and found some ways to maximize what they had going on. I think back to the first year of Rick Pitino at UK when he had Farmer, Pelfrey, Feldhouse, Sean Woods, and Reggie Hansen. Uh, And it was just a deal like, you know what, you're going to defend your rear end off, and that's it. And we haven't seen that from Louisville. No, we haven't. And, you know, it starts to turn your attention then to what happens when all this is over from, from now until the day after Louisville probably loses in the ACC tournament if they lose their first game is two weeks and is that the end of Kenny Payne and as Louisville coach and it's hard to find a way where it's not I think we're both kind of sitting here looking at the reality as it is we're going to watch it they've got three home games left they've got a chance to end on a right note they just haven't shown much sign of it yet and we're 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 pretty much dwindling we're getting down to the short rows as they used to say back on the farm uh, to get something done we'll see if Louisville can do that here over the next few games okay so there it is for the first time that i've heard anyway 
Rick Bozich kind of laying down his sword and conceding that it, it, it's not been good enough and that the effort's not been there. And he makes a good point about when Rick Pitino took over Kentucky, he knew that wasn't the most talented team of guys, the most talented group of guys. A lot of them were local guys. A lot of them were, you know, if there was a, a, a star system back there, it would be like two stars or three stars. Um, but he maximized the talent and he's able to get them to do something. And that was play hard and, and, and play defense. And look, it's not the Duke game that's ultimately going to get Kenny Payne fired. Um, but that, to me, uh, was one of the more egregious efforts as far as playing defense or doing anything with the purpose. And for Rick Bozich to finally admit, like, yeah, this is done, it's, 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 now, it's now put in a situation, Max, where we know where this is going. We know Kenny Payne's down to a few more games, and that's going to be it. And the, the question is just when the firing is going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, simply put, just yeah, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I props to honestly, I'm going to give some uh, props to Josh Hurd on this because oh, okay. there were so many. There were so many like me that was saying you need to get rid of him at the beginning of the year when yeah. it was just so obvious. Like this, this ain't going to work, and. To be able now to where you've been able to shave off a lot for the uh, buyout Mm. to get him out, that spares you now some change. Uh, That way you can actually go out and make the right hire for this. So to kind of weather that to where knowing that regardless, this is what the season was going to be, no matter who you put as the... um, uh, the interim, or if you got someone from the outside and brought them in, um, this was just how it was always going to be. So yeah. to be able to just weather this storm, uh, proceed with the termination, and then go out, and then you just need to go get a home run higher after this. Yeah, and, and, and you're exactly right. This is this wasn't going to be a situation to where either Nolan Smith or Danny Manning or whomever uh, was going to be able to parlay this into a head coaching job. You know, go from interim to head coach. Like right. it, was, it was just going to be a placeholder position. It's going to be, okay, sit here in this seat and coach this team until the end of the season, regardless of how you do, you're going to get fired. Uh, plain and simple, point blank period. That was going to happen. So I, 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 I like the way you think there. I think you're exactly right. Because if, if in, my, in my opinion, if you're going to put an interim there, it's to maybe see what that interim has to see if you're going to, okay, we like what you're doing here. We're going, like uh, um, Antonio Pierce yeah, for the Raiders. Like they put him as interim. He worked out. He ended up making that as a head coaching job for himself because he did such a good job with the team. There wasn't going to be that with any of these guys, I don't think. It was too far gone. The philosophy was the same all the way around. It, it so so I, I agree with your props to Josh. And, and not even and not even that. Even if it was someone that was able to be a um, able to be the next head coach, I think even David Paget when he yeah. took when he took the spot for Patino, it it was obvious that he wasn't going to be the head coach. Right. I mean, there was some that were hoping that he would get get that opportunity. But that season, that was a that was a really special season and he was able to salvage a lot of it, especially the uh, the amount of stress and turmoil that he was uh that team was under 
to be able to finish the season as they uh, as they did was I think very commendable. And again, I think he provided a shot to the arm to the fan base to be able to make it very um, to make it memorable, and then also have people really rooting for this team and rallying behind them. Yeah, and and to that point, I'm glad you brought that up because today, and I'm trying to find it here. Um, yeah, his tweet. Yeah, his tweet today. So so our our good friend John Salzman. Oh, here it is, Johnny Sales. Uh, he he tweeted the following. <clears throat> On this day, March 1st, 2018, the horror Virginia beats UofL at buzzer in horrific manner as DeAndre Hunter breaks in or banks in three-point shot, giving the number one Cavaliers shocking 67-66 win. Cards up with 0.9 seconds to play. Lost Lucky keeps cards out of an NCAA tournament. Cost interim uh, coach David Padgett the permanent job. David Padgett then retweeted that and said, this cost a lot including the tournament that year, but it didn't cost me the permanent job, trust me. So <clears throat> I found that to be quite uh, quite, uh, quite revealing. It probably goes to what you said. It's probably, it was an understanding like, hey, this is an emergency situation. We just fired our head coach. We need somebody. You're the only guy on the staff that we think is clean enough, you know, as far as you know, because because a lot of the other staff members were implicated in the FBI stuff. You're not implicated in any of this. You can be the face of the program. You can be the head coach for now. Don't count on this being a long term thing, right? And as a former player as well. I mean, yes, it, that that's a that's another aspect of it, and that it must be okay to be able to talk about that for him to tweet that out. Because I oh I yeah, was like, I was like that that's that's pretty telling. Yes, it, it really is telling. I was shocked in all of that that he did not make it on Chris Mack's staff. Me too. I was shocked about that. I thought I thought he like he didn't make it on Chris Mack's staff, and I was certain I was like because he did a pretty good job. I mean, again, considering the circumstances, all that he did a pretty good job. I'm not saying he did a great job. I'm not saying he deserved the the, the head coaching job. But and I not was according to Locke. Uh, you know, Locke was like he did a terrible job. I was like Locke, come on. I mean, what, what what did you expect him to do? I mean, seriously. But anyway, he he like I, I thought he'd be on a Division One bench somewhere. I thought some other division, maybe he didn't want to. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I'd like to talk to him about it. I think it would be an interesting conversation. But I'm with you. I was like, I, I was surprised and shocked he didn't make it on, on Chris Mack's bench or somebody's bench out there. Um, I think he's coaching like high school or something now, if I remember. I think I think as soon as I saw him tweet that, I went and looked at his Twitter, and he's uh, ESPN broadcaster as well, I think. Oh, okay. Does that what, Okay, that too. So, yeah, no, he's, he's doing fine. But um, <laughs> but he he definitely like I, I would I would have I would have liked to have seen him on on that staff. I if, deserve if it. I were if I were an interim if if I were an interim I would I don't know I because you, you are seeing you're seeing more and more interim head coaches kind of make their way onto the new staffs. Yes, I feel like if if I was put in that situation, I'd even take a pay deduction on that contract to be able to say. I get a spot on next year's staff. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. especially if my contract's not tied with the head coach, because that's another that's another thing that people don't realize is that if you're a really good assistant, 
your contract's not tied with the with the head coach's contract. You're you get, telling me about that about somebody. I don't mention it because you know I don't know. Yeah, want to be bring it to the table. But one of your former coaches had that situation where he wasn't tied to a coach. It was just all him. Exactly, and, and that's if you're, smart. If you're a good enough coach, that way, if you do get fired, you're not tied under a coach that only had one more year left on the contract. Mm-hmm. Like for him, he he came on staff for one year, got fired. But his contract was for four years. And he got, he got that yeah. four-year pay. He got that four-year yeah. po- pay. So there was he got fired from two schools back-to-back. And <laughs> both of them, he had a five-year contract on one, a four-year on the other. So he was at his third school getting paid by three schools. That's awesome. That's a baller move. It is. I mean, it really is. That's a baller move. That's a, that's a smart guy and a smart agent, too. Exactly. Right, let's see some text here. Uh, text, our text said, okay, so since uh, people want to know, <laughs> Two questions. Number one for Gooby. <laughs> it says, "Hey Gooby, you ever punched Bud Dupree?" No. Okay. No. no. Okay. I didn't no. think so. Uh, because, because Bud Bud had a very long fuse, but if that fuse went off, uh, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, no. it's, a, it's a no, hard no. Uh, the second one earlier we were talking about how Rex Chapman uh, wrote, wrote in his book that he got seventeen thousand dollars cash. Uh, in a shoebox to play Kentucky, that the Texans want to know: uh, Did Gooby get a Chevette when he committed? As his, 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 his uh, package, I, I had I had to let compliance know I got a chicken sandwich. So like. If that was happening, it wasn't happening for poor Gooby. That's yeah, for sure. Gooby wasn't. Yeah, Gooby wasn't. Gooby Fett wasn't getting that. <laughs> Gooby Fett didn't get anything. Texter, who can eat more wings and drink more uh, beer at one time? Big Rigger Max. I think you got me on the beer. I've got you on the wings. Yes. Yeah. You know that. That's completely fair. I. I I know I have you on the beer, and I know you have me on the wings. I think that is completely fair. Uh, Texter, I had a friend who was a reporter. He asked Milt Wagner off the record if he got paid. Wagner told him, anytime they need money, it's there. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It's, it's not- the worst-kept secret in college athletics. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just out in the open now, but it's, yeah, they all got, they, they had whatever they Remember wanted. Remember back in like the 2000s or like the Pony Excess 30 for 30, everyone oh, just clutched their curls, uh, their, clutched their pearls when it came to people getting paid. It's like, that's outrageous. Oh my who, gosh. Would, who would do such a thing? It's like, bro, it was going on everywhere. Everybody. It was going on just, everywhere. Dude, if you want to know if a kid's getting paid, just look at their car the next day. <laughs> Beat up 96 Camry, all of a sudden come in with a brand new uh, Dodge Charger with rims and a spoiler on the back. It's like, yeah. Something happened. Something happened there. Yeah, they got a little little upgrade in, in one way or the other. All right, let's take a break. On the other end, we'll call Kyle Boone from CBS to discuss his article. Is John Calipari holding the cats back? Um, go to sonatrollky.com if you're looking for the best and the you know mo- most technologically savvy uh, system around when it comes to protecting your home or your business. That's right, your home or your business, and they'll tailor it to whatever you want they have over 355 star reviews on google that tells you they're the best security company in kentucky and they'll get you where you need go ahead and give them a call 502-966-8999 502-966-8999 see what sauna troll can do for you uh they have that no false alarm guarantee they do cameras badge access fire monitoring as well you can do it all from your phone sonatrollky.com 